it's time to spice up your marriage with tips on a great relationship with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. 8.36 on our Friday show. We have our world-famous marriage talk segment all teed up and ready to rock and roll. Uh, it started, um, I think, in 1993 when I said nice things about my wife and being married on the radio at KRBE, and the program director told me don't ever say those things again. <laughs> I was talking about marriage and the greatness and the glory of marriage. He's like, don't do that again. Needless to say, we got there was a little physical altercation, and he wasn't there anymore. And they went to another station, the last AM station. They said, don't stop talking about fidelity in marriage. I'm like, what? And they fired me. So we get to Salem, and they love it, and it's our five-year anniversary here. I've been doing the world-famous Marriage Talk segment with our good friend Robert Kosick. Mr. Kosick wrote the book. We actually met. He wrote the book Honor the Vow. He came to the station one day, and so I wrote this book. I'm like, fantastic. Uh, great friend of our program. He's a, a marriage uh, uh, coach, and he's a, a church deacon, and he's a, just an all-around nice guy. What's up? Happy Friday, Mr. Robert Kosick. Hey, happy Friday to you, Sam. Yeah, it's been a been a fun ride, and and a little shocking how some people don't want you talking about marriage along the way. But you know, yeah. I guess they want you to be single because if you never talked about your marriage, you might wind up single. Yeah, this, this jabroni, yeah, right. This jabroni said, right, I've told the story before. He says we want you to sound eligible, and I yeah. have no desire whatsoever. I am thrilled. I've got a babe, a smoking hot mistress, wife, girlfriend, my gumar. And this guy sees it as, well, you're a public figure. You should be eligible, sound eligible to women. I'm like, really? Go away. Yeah. Actually, actually, what he was saying is, my life is miserable, and I want you to be miserable, too. You know what? He actually got divorced (laughs) soon after. He was married to a very very sweet girl, and he was just such a whatever. Anyway, they're divorced. Yeah. So Mr. Kosick writes our uh, world-famous marriage talk segment content, and it's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Read it. Just read it. Peruse it. Check it out. See how it applies to you. This is marriage tip number 208. Um, I'll read it, and then Mr. Kosick will comment on our world-famous marriage talk segment. It takes a lot of sugar to turn something sour into something sweet, such as turning lemons into lemonade. The recipe for homemade lemonade is one part water, one part lemon juice, and one part sugar. That recipe works well for lemonade. But for a great marriage, you need a lot more sugar. According to a 30-year study, at least five times more positive interactions than negative ones. So the lemonade recipe for marriage is one part water, one part sour, five parts sugar. Water, these are neutral at times. Sour, negative interactions. But sugar, positive interactions. The fun stuff, one-on-one good conversations, fun, laughing, relaxing, complimenting. Take it away, Mr. Kosick. Yeah, so this study, this 30-year study is a, is a researcher, Dr. Um uh, John Gottman, and he's all kinds of amazing stuff he's done with marriages, and he can tell you within 15 minutes with an 85% accuracy if you're going to be divorced within five years. Really? Uh, pretty amazing. Yes, pretty amazing. It's really how you deal with conflict and all of those kind of things and uh, what you focus on, and, and if you don't change things, how that will progress down the road. But one of the things that he looked at was how these positive and negative interactions really impact a marriage, and over the years of studying and the, the, the research and whatnot, he found that if there's at least five positive interactions between you and your spouse to every one negative inter- interaction, 
your marriage is just fine. He also found that if you are the opposite, but you can switch it, you can actually turn a marriage around as well. So for those people like, my marriage just stinks, it's always negative, we never have fun. Well, you start switching around, you can actually recover it. And I was just thinking about lemonade and how you make lemonade because, you know, lemons are not that sweet. Right. And I said, well, let's just take that same philosophy and apply it to marriage and give some people a little bit better visual to hang on to. And uh, when you make homemade lemonade, and I'm not talking about the powder stuff, but you make real uh, good southern uh, um, homemade lemonade, it's those three parts in there. And so I said, well, let's just break those down. So your water is your neutral. That's just when you guys are together watching a movie, you're not really interacting a lot, or, or you're doing separate things in, in the uh, chores or whatnot. You have to feel a little bit of that. But what people don't understand is the sour parts. It's, man, you just have these negative things that come up in our marriage. And I'm like, well, those are actually positives. I'm like, really? Because I don't think so. I said, well, they're positives if you use them for what they really are. Anytime you have conflict or anytime you have some one of these things that would be a sour or a negative time, all that is is an indicator of something that needs to be fixed. And if you fix it, then you get into some good times, which is the last one, the sugar. And that's what we all want. We just want a marriage full of sugar. But that's not how life works. We're imperfect people, so our marriages are imperfect. We're going to have a couple bumps in the road. But if you do it the right way and handle it the right way, you're going to have a fantastic marriage. And it's not that hard to achieve. Five to one, that's five compliments, five kisses on the you know cheek, five, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> a day, a day. Five a day, um, but, he's asking for. <laughs> no. But, but uh, anything, anything is positive uh, over a negative, and that's all it takes is five. Amen. And that, that's just fantastic advice. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, AM 1070, The Answer, every Friday, 8.30 our time, 9.30 their time, on the East Coast, where they listen. Uh, five to one sounds like a lot, though. A guy might say, come on, Cossack, come on. So we have, it, like, it, how am I supposed to do five, quote, cups of sugar for every cup of sour? Yes. So, so if you think about it slightly differently, if you think about um, not negative, <laughs> if you have times that are not negative, uh, you can get a little bit more balance. You, what you don't want to have is too much of the water. You don't want to have too much of the neutral where you're just not interacting with each other. But just think how easy it is, just like, uh, like uh, Denise was just saying, compliments. You know, Thank you for taking out the trash. Thank you for doing whatever. Each one of those is a positive interaction. So it's really not that difficult to do five. You just got to be conscious about it, make an intentional effort to compliment each other, to praise each other, to hug each other, to kiss each other, uh, to kid around, laugh, play games, watch a funny movie. Whatever it is where you're not having a negative interaction, that all falls into the camp of a positive interaction. And you'll find that as you start doing it, you're more comfortable getting with it, you'll find you'll be at the 10 to 1, 20 to 1 in no time at all because it's so addicting that you just want to force more of it on and you'll, you'll do things to encourage your wife and your, your husband to give you those positives and kind of feeds on itself. So it's really not as hard as it sounds. Amen. Robert Kosick wrote the book Honor the Vow, our, good, our wingman on our world-famous marriage talk segment. I was watching a Seth Rogen movie, and uh, the comedian, and he was talking to some woman, and she's not in a happy marriage, and she says, let me give you some – this is, of course, Hollywood's perspective. And mm-hmm. she said, let me give you some advice – about marriage, after the first year, you run out of things to talk about, and it goes downhill. And I thought, that's Hollywood. They're anti-marriage, yeah. anti-family. After the first year of marriage, you've got like 10 billion more things to talk about. So it's mm-hmm. easy to throw the sugar to the wife. There's so many more things you know about each other, so many more experiences, laughing about trips and dates and dinners gone wrong, you know, and and the goofiness. So Hollywood's aspect is it goes downhill. 
Brother, you keep putting sugar in it. It's going nothing but uphill. Yeah, and it's, like I said, it's, it's easy. And you just, if you're thinking about it and doing it, like, for instance, yesterday I was texting with a, with, a, with a buddy of mine trying to arrange time to get together for uh, breakfast or lunch, and my wife was texting me also, and she was kind of getting on me because I'm supposed to be making doctor appointments, and, and, and I haven't gotten around to doing that yet. And so I shot her back, and I said, I'm so busy at work, I haven't even had time to go to the bathroom yet, So, but I'll, but I'll get to making these doctor appointments later. And then I realized I sent that to my buddy. So, yeah. <laughs> which happens, you know, you texted that. But rather than just blowing it off, when I went home, I said, hey, guess what happened today? You know, when I was texting with you, this happened. So rather than being, gosh, you really messed me up, and I, I wound up sending a text to the wrong guy, I said, Bill, we had fun. We laughed about it. He wrote back and kidded around about it, and I told her that was a positive. So that could have been a negative. We turned it into a positive. So even little things like that where you could take and say, you know what, we're going to have fun, we're going to laugh, we're going to kid with each other, laugh with each other, at each other. All those things make it really simple to do, and, it, man, it makes your marriage fantastic. All right, we're in the middle of our World Famous Marriage Talk segment. I, we're running a little late because we're having a, a good time going through the content. I, they're telling me to go to commercial. Can you stay through the next break? Because we didn't get to yeah. the hot and heavy marriage tip with its metaphor of house hunting. House hunting, yep. <laughs> All right, so let me get to the break. This one's fun. All right, so we're All right, I'll hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I just want to give you time to get through it. The content's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. It's our world-famous marriage talk segment, tip number 208. So just stay, hang on one second. We'll get to the steamy part, <laughs> which is the hot and heavy marriage tip next. AM 1070, The Answer. Let's reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. All right, our world-famous marriage talk segment, which we focus on the glory and sanctity and holiness of marriage. And we add that special je ne sais quoi, the steaminess. Hot and heavy marriage tip, it's on our Facebook page. We ran a little late in the last segment. I didn't want to rush through it. Robert Kosick, wingman who writes the marriage tips, number 208, believe it or not. When you're looking for the perfect home to buy, you typically provide the realtor with a list of must-have, nice-to-have, and can-have. Without providing the list of what you really want, you'll never really find the perfect home. The same is true with intimacy in marriage. If you never share with your spouse your list of must-haves, <clears throat> nice-haves, and can-haves, you'll likely never have the perfect experience. Interesting metaphor of home shopping, Mr. Kosick. What do you got? Talk, walk us through this one. Well, the home market is, is pretty um, getting pretty hot here in the Houston area, so I thought we'd go with something that while people are out looking for houses with their spouses, give them something to think about as we're walking through the homes. And, uh, you know, I don't know if people know, but we started this this, this part of the segment, uh, I don't know, about 100 segments or so ago. And uh, Denise's tip, uh, when she was talking with you, her comment that, is your mind always on, you know, this intimacy? It's kind of what started this little segment so that we had a place to talk about that right. and how important it is to a marriage and those kind of things. But I thought we'd put something a little together that, that, that's really important and something that, that couples just don't talk about. When it comes to intimacy, they, they think it's kind of a taboo topic, and they just won't talk about it. So they go about the rest of their whole marriage thinking, yeah, this is okay in this area. It's not great. But they never do anything to fix that. So I thought we put together a little reminder that it's it's perfectly okay to sit down with your spouse and say, here's what I must have. Here's what I like to have. And 
don't even think about that. <laughs> don't you even think about that for one minute there, Pally. Don't even ask for that. Don't even ask. Um, don't hint. Don't laugh about it. Now. Yeah, so if you do it in terms of house hunting, so let's say you walk and you see in this house, and you told the realtor, here's all the stuff that I want in the house. You walk up, you see the front of the house, beautiful, exactly what you wanted, the great big porch in the front and all that stuff. You go inside, it has all the rooms you want, the space you want, everything's great. You're like, this is the perfect house, and you're doing great, and you're on your way to buying this house, and you go to look in the backyard, and there's a cemetery out there. You're like, hmm, yeah, next house, maybe. Right. Same thing in intimacy. If you don't know what the must-haves, nice-to-haves, and don't haves at all, and you're clicking along, and you're hitting all the must haves, and you've got a lot of the nice to haves in there, and then you hit one of those don't haves. That's all they remember. That that time is kind of going downhill fast. So so talk about those things, and let let your spouse know. Here's what I like and don't like, and uh, you know it doesn't have to be every time, but sometimes, and it'll make that intimacy time so much better for you. And and these topics are always so much fun because they're hard to keep them G-rated. So Very, very difficult. I always say very difficult to keep it G-rated. Very difficult. <laughs> very difficult. That should be the <laughs> verb. Um, no, but it's it's essential, and this is what it's all about. I mean, like, uh, in terms of just speaking to the men in the audience, I want you all to be eager to go home to your wives. Like, you had a long day. Like, mon you know, yeah. my, Tuesday we had a shoot uh, in Galveston County. And we had, I had a dinner. So I left the house at 5 in the morning, got home at 10 o'clock at night. So I'm eager to come home. And a lot of men aren't. And I feel bad for y'all. You know, you're like, oh, I'm going to go home to my wife. Oh, she's going to be bitching and moaning about whatever it is. The bills, the kids, the something, the mother-in-law. And then and it's the same for the, the wives. You should be thrilled when your husband gets home. Make a big deal. Jump into his arms like you did when and wrap your legs around his hips when you were dating, you know. That you know that running mm -hmm. hug or something, whatever you call it. <laughs> Get back to that. It's a trust me. I don't care how long my day has been. There's nothing better coming home to a hot babe in a sexy uh, outfit uh, with a drink in her hand and going, "Come on, come you know, come home. Get in the house. I know you've been working all day. Take your shoes off. You know, let's talk." Instead of, "Oh, he's home." Yeah, and, and unfortunately, and, and this is absolutely no excuse at all, so don't take it that way, but if these, if these areas that we talk about are not being addressed and not being done the right way, then unfortunately people start looking for other sources for those uh, That's right. those needs. And so, so all we're trying to do is say, look, you know, if, if you're going to go searching for something anyway, you might as well invite the person who you're married to. Uh, to, to join you in whatever it is that you're seeking because they may be able to provide exactly what you want. And and you, sh you should invest in that because the time that you spend in hiding and dodging and, and conspiring to get around stuff, all that planning and everything, if you put half that energy into your marriage, you'd have a phenomenal marriage. Yeah, I have no idea how people do it today. We're so busy, how they squeeze in adultery and just disgusting behavior like that. Folks, uh, go on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. You'll see marriage tip number 208. 208 marriage tips are on our Facebook page. If not, you say, well, I don't want to scroll through your pages, there's a link there on iTunes. So you can actually hear us go through it. You can watch it, the televised version on Facebook, or listen to it like an audio book on, on uh, iTunes. Our good friend Robert Kosick wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com has been the wingman. Good job, buddy. 208 marriage tips. That's, that's like a Guinness World Record somewhere. Uh, we're having fun, and I already have the next several of them already, already uh, written up, so so we're not running low on, on uh, information yet. <laughs> you know, on the topic of marriage, I don't think there's ever 
a shortage, you know, of subject matter. I don't think we're ever going to no. run out. Uh, no, there isn't. And, and, and then, hey, you know, if we ever do, we'll just start repeating it away. we remember anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We'll, we'll do, like, the newlyweds. All right, you haven't heard these. Uh, <clears throat> focusing on what Hollywood won't, what the, uh, the godless alt-left won't, which is the glory, the sanctity, and the holiness of marriage and steaminess. It's one man plus one woman come together. And what God brings together, no jabroni can tear apart. Ain't going to happen. No more watch. Have a, have a blessed weekend, you and the missus. You have a blessed weekend. We'll talk to you next week, Sam. After that's a great way to wrap up Hour 2 on a nice, upbeat, positive, wholesome note. We'll get back in the button. Hour 3 as we get back to the politics. Sam Alone Show, AM 1070, The Answer.